Hello there and welcome to Revelations from the Heart podcast, bringing you timely teaching from the Word of God. I'm your host, Minister Paula Cornett, and I'd love to stay connected with you online. You can visit my website at www.paulacornett.weebly.com. From there, you can access my social media links as well as join the mailing list and receive ministry updates right to your inbox. Be sure to like my ministry page on Facebook at Paula Cornette Ministries. Follow me on Instagram at either Revelations from the Heart or Minister Paula. Or you can check me out on YouTube at Revelations from the Heart. I am so excited for what the Lord has in store for you today and I hope that you will be encouraged by today's message. Well, let's get into today's episode. Hello and welcome to this episode of Revelations from the Heart podcast. I'm your host, Minister Paulo Cornett, and this is episode number 99. Can you believe that? This is episode 99. Well, I'm excited about that because on the 100th episode, I'm actually going to be doing a live recording. So hopefully you've been seeing information about that so that you can join me. I'll be streaming on Facebook Live, YouTube Live, having some past guests on just to... Um, talk with you and just kind of let you know how my journey has been with podcasting. It truly has been a blessing. And I truly can say that it has been the Lord's doing. And so I just thank God for that. Well, this month, the month of June, um, as we celebrate fathers and men and just the blessings that they are in our life, I've had a couple of guests on already that um, some men that have been on that have had just powerful um, testimonies. In fact, week one, was with Pastor Danny from Kissimmee, Florida. Um, he gave just a power, his powerful testimony of how he was just messed up, tore up from the floor up, but how God just came in. And once he got himself in line, then the blessings of the Lord started to flow for him and his family. Then Pastor Rasan was on last week, shared a powerful testimony, powerful um, just in, of encouragement, uh, freedom and liberty in Christ. And so this week I have a wonderful guest on as well. Someone that I haven't officially met, met, but only just kind of connected through Facebook. And, you know, the thing about it is, is when you connect with people that are truly kingdom people, that are people of the body of Christ, it's like when you first meet them, it's like just an instant connection. It's because that when you're in the family of God, you connect automatically. And so I just thank God for this guest. I came across him some years ago on um, social media through his Facebook page and um, just kind of looking around. And I was just so encouraged to see a young man serving the Lord, truly serving the Lord and living his life with the Lord. And not only just serving the Lord, but compelling others to do so and being an example. And so I thank God for this brother. And then it's been just like a couple weeks ago, well, a couple months ago, I'll say that I came across him again, and he had written another a, a new book called A Shared Battle. And so I purchased the book and um, started to read it. And after I got halfway into it, the Holy Spirit said, you've got to have him on your podcast to encourage men and um, just his allow his book just to be an encouragement to not only men, but women as well. And so he'll get kind of more into that. But I just want to thank God for um, the blessing and for what it is that God has done in his life, I want to just read a couple of things from his bio that was written. Um, his name is Ashton Wilson, and he lives in Cincinnati, Ohio, and he serves the community through his work and passion for Christ. He has also um, done a lot of fundraising for numerous organizations. He is a kingdom citizen, which is so very important. 
a husband, a father, a son, a friend, an author, an entrepreneur, an urban hiker, a servant leader who loves God and his people. That's so very important. You got to love people as well. He helps his wife, his wife run her business and he partners to lead um, a security solutions. And his life purpose is to return the hearts of the fathers back to the children. As it mentions, I believe it's in Malachi, it says that God will turn the hearts of the fathers back to the children. So without further ado, I want to introduce to the podcast audience for the very first time, my new friend, Ashton Wilson. Hello, Ashton. Hello. How are you? I'm good. It's so good to have you on and to be able just to um, kind of dialogue with you about your book and what it is that God has, you know, given you the revelation that he has given you. It's a great, excellent book. It's an easy read. You know, I like those kind of books that I can kind of take <laughs> in. You know, it's not too, you know, it's just really, really, really um, a good read. In fact, I think I read it and I think it was a t- took me two days because of my schedule. But um, it was a really good read. So want to just begin first. As always, um, those that are uh, listeners of this podcast, I always start the podcast off with the new guest by you sharing your personal testimony of salvation. It kind of gives the audience an introduction of who you are and what it is that God has done in your life. So if you will, for us, can you just give us how did you get saved? Yeah, so uh, the the journey, I'm going to make this brief because of our time, but the, the journey really started uh, when I was younger. Uh, on this 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 pull and tug uh, with my relationship with Christ, uh, my dad loved me. He took uh, very good care for me, but he was also very uh, hard, right? But as many uh, males, I know uh, this is not a global thing, but in, in American culture, as a young man, I got wrapped up in sports and, and school. And then once I hit puberty, puberty, it was sports, girls, and school. That's all I knew. And so uh, when when I was six, uh, my neighbor took my ball, uh, and I ran in to tell my dad, uh, hey, this happened to me. My dad whooped me and said, go back out there and get that ball. So what I noticed in, in my journey and a lot of young men's journey, when they no longer start, when they stop crying and showing that emotion, something is triggered. And so fast forward, uh, I, I went to church most of my life, but the the lust of the flesh started driving my decisions in my life. Um, and at the tail end of uh, my basketball career, I got uh, injured my back. Um, didn't know what I was going to do, where I was going to go, especially when you put, you know, most of your life into a, a sport and your identity into that. Uh, I met some young people at uh, U- University of Cincinnati who were walking with the Lord, um, and uh, it made it seem cool, uh, you know, to, to walk with the Lord. Uh, and I saw their passion, and uh, that was kind of my, my journey to to get it back connected to Jesus uh, and, and got baptized and things like that and, and really started trying to walk with the Lord uh, from there. Praise God. So I know you've written another book, but this book here, A Shared Battle, um, just as I read it, I could just, you know, sense your passion and your heart for men and, you know, just in sharing your story, how, you know, you had some ups and some downs, but God, 
you know, right. but God. And um, so with that uh, being said, how was this book birthed? You know, what was it that compelled you to want to, you know, share this message, not just with your friends or those close to you, but, you know, with the world, actually? Well, it was actually um, about eight years ago. I was in Texas and I was driving from Houston to Austin and I was talking to a mentor of mine at the time <clears throat> and I had made a statement. We were just talking about the scripture because it was just a long drive. <clears throat> and uh, she, I said, uh, out of Genesis three, I said, the enemy knew if I could get to her, I could get to him. And she paused me and she said, what did you say? And I, I repeated it and she's like, okay, go on. And by the end of the night, just looking through the scripture, I had about 30 pages written <laughs> mm. with, with her help, like just sitting there scribing for me. Uh, but I, you know, the enemy comes in, you start saying, okay, is this too harsh? Um, you know, Lord, is this really you and all that type of stuff. So it took me about eight years to, to finish it and, and get outside of myself and say, uh, uh, I knew the enemy did not want me to get this out. And like you said, it was kind of an easy read that was on purpose. So that, that was a lot of time fine tuning that, uh, and making it, I wanted it to be digestible, uh, and, and lay a foundation to really speak and, and add other material on top of it as we get to the deeper issues that plague the male and female relationship when it comes to, uh, their relationship with God. So in the book, you talked about the first step, which I mean, when I saw this word, I just I love it because people don't talk about this and people don't want to hear this, but it is still relevant in the kingdom today. The first step in returning to Christ, and that is repentance. I, that's you right. know, I uh, actually we got blessed to baptize someone last night here at my house. She was ready. She reached Praise out uh, two days ago, said, Hey, Unc, uh, she calls me Unc. She's one of my uh, friend's uh, daughters uh, that I know for a long time. And she's like, I'm tired. I'm just tired. Uh, uh, she's been doing some things that she's not proud of. Um, and while she was over here, um, I had my wife take her outside. And I said, those things that have been happening in the dark, you got to bring to the light. Uh, it brings freedom. I know it's embarrassing, but like I told her, you know, you don't have to share with me. You don't have to share with any other male, but you need to be able to share with somebody uh, what what you're doing, what you're going through. And renounce some of those things and repent uh, so that you can find that healing. Amen. You know, you, like I said, a lot of times you do not hear that word repent, but it's the first step, you know, and repent. Repentance is not remorse. You know, right. sometimes people. You know, I, when I was growing up in church, somebody might come down, you know, to get saved or what have you and be crying, crying, crying. And tears don't move God. Right. You know, it, it, it's an emotion that we have, but it's not it's not it's not a requirement for repentance. Right. You know, so just like with Judas, he was remorseful for what he did, but he didn't repent. Right. So repentance, when you repent, that means to change your mind, to change the direction that you're going. So when you repent, there's going to be some change. Now, yeah, you may cry with that, but it's not a requirement for that. 
And so it's so very key that people understand and realize no matter what society says, no matter what's going on in our day and in our time, the repentance is still necessary in the kingdom. It is yeah. still necessary. And so that is so powerful. You know, like when, when, you, when I saw that, I was like, thank God, you know, that somebody is mentioning uh, repentance and people need to know that people need to know that. Now, in your book, you highlighted several uh, Bible characters, several men. Um, I believe you I know it was David. You highlighted um, you highlighted the story of, of, of Balaam and you also highlighted the story of Samson. And so um, without, you know, giving all that's in the book away, but I wanted you just to kind of give an overview of the life of Samson and how it kind of tied in with the book and how it kind of ties in with things that some men may be going through today. Yeah, so uh, to state, take a step back to kind of give the reason for the revelation in Genesis 3, the first verse said, and Satan said to the woman, you see this this uh, dialogue and I always wonder like uh, you know he obviously was there why did he have a dialogue with Adam it, it doesn't really share that but what we see here is him having a conversation um, and then when when the fruit was uh, given it said that she gave to her husband who was with her so he was there and for some reason he didn't intervene as a godly man and this kind of set the stage for the book how the enemy can take what the blessing is and sometimes we could put it before the blesser right we take the blessing put it for the blesser right so when we get to samson it's kind of this theme that and uh the the two chapters before delilah for example he, he met this woman and wanted to marry her. And his parents were like, don't do it. Uh, she's not from our, our clan. Uh, but he did it anyway. And we see uh, this dynamic where the enemy uh, was in confrontation with them. And he said, look, if you can fit, figure out this riddle, I will give you, uh, I think it was 30 pieces of clothes. <clears throat> and if you can't, you owe me. So it said that the enemy went to the 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 wife and say you are people you should care about us love us uh figure this out and it said she came to him and talked to him day after day and used phrases like Do, if you really love me you'll tell me and uh he he gave in and he 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 told uh what the riddle was she she uh shared with them and then uh, a conflict happened then it happened to him again you jump two chapters up to the the situation of delilah where the enemy came to her and said, look, if you can figure his secret out, we'll give you this, these, these, these uh, coins. Uh, and, and she came to him. But what we notice is he was so blinded by lust. Like, I mean, this happened like three times where she said, Samson, the Philistines are here. And he's like, uh, at some point you should have known, like, hold on, are you trying to set me up, <laughs> right? <laughs> but, but that's, so the, the point of that is, uh, and, and the full the full title of the book is a shared battle restoration and restitution for godly relationships because we need the, uh, Jesus the one who provides salvation we need him in this court of law this 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 court of the world to bring restoration and restitution not only in our lives but the women in our lives and our relationships uh, and that's a legal term that I use on purpose 
that we need that restoration and restitution because the enemy from the beginning have been trying to uh, get in there and and muddy the relationship uh, between a male and a female, the godly relationship that's supposed to exist. And we seeing uh, the 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 effect of that today. And he's been using it since the very beginning. So the it may seem simple, but I'm I was wanted to expose a tactic that he uses. And he's been using it through generation and generation and generation. And we 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 see it as status. Uh, we see it as I'm, I'm all this and that. But it's really a tactic from the enemy. You know, that is so true. You know, and the thing is, is that if more men came to that realization, we wouldn't be in a lot of the problems, you know, that we are in today, really, because. For sure. You know, we can just see in our society how over the years, you know, they've slowly trying to take the father out of the home. And when that happens, you know, there's no, you know, the, the guy that was on uh, the first of June, Pastor Danny, he was talking about how things from his past had caused him to um, have this attitude of that nobody could say nothing to him. Right. And he couldn't figure out why his family was just not prospering. You know, why things just seem to just, you know, not be going well. And God had to really humble him. And when he came to that point of being humbled, God had to let him know you are the reason why your family is cursed. And I think if more men would realize that, that once the head gets in line, everything else, you know, it, it you don't have to make a woman. If you do treat her right and do what's right, she going to do right. For sure. You know, she's going to do right. And but, you know, just like how you talked about, it's not just the man. The enemy is not only, um, you know, he uses women. Yes, but he also can use the women, too. You know, so you, I know you talked about that. So just kind of talk a little bit about that, how that, you know, the enemy has through the generations, how that, you know, this battle is a shared battle. It's you know, it's not all the male, but it's the women, too, you know, that that play a part. Well, we what the enemy d does, and that's why he's antichrist. He 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 takes and, and distorts what what God has made and, and blessed. So let's start at the part that women are beautiful, uh, and that's how he made them. <laughs> you know, they're made that way so men could be attracted, right, uh, and want a union. But what he has done is that union was supposed to be with one male and one female, and they're supposed to come together in this union with this kind of triangle type shape, God, male, female, right? And it, mm -hmm. it is supposed, supposed to prosper. But what he he's now done is, uh, <laughs> I know we're not going to get in that, but it's, sometimes it's not even a male or female thing. It's a whole nother distraction these days. But pertaining to the book, uh, women also are powerful. That's why in Proverbs 31, we always talk about verse, I think, 9 through 31 about the virtuous woman. But but if you read the the few verses before, uh, it was a queen telling her son, it said, don't spend your vigor on uh, women who have the ability to destroy kings. And what, mm -hmm. what I saw in that was back in those times to destroy a king, all you had to do is get a, a beautiful woman to sneak into the camp. Uh, flirt uh make him fall in love and she can poison him she can entrap him uh and bend at her will so what what the enemy did was he he put adam in a position again where he had to decide am i gonna 
uh, put God first or, or my wife's right here trying to give me something? Do I do I put her first? And and there there was power in that. What he he should have done is be like, hey, we can't do this. And like you said, if he probably would have did that, it would she would probably say, okay, you're right, it will fall in line, right? Because he knew the word God had given. And how do we say that? How do we say that? Well, when God came and started talking to them, he didn't mention Eve. He said, Adam, did you eat from the tree I told you not to eat from? Mm-hmm. So, so throughout history, Satan uses both parties. Men aren't strong. Men are not walking with God. They're not walking as godly men. And there, and then he also uses women. Uh, and, and then you hear these phrases like, there's no good men out there. <laughs> well, some of it's us, right? For sure. But some of, you know, nowadays we have to argue with what women should or should not wear in church. And it's not a religious thing. It's just like, man, uh, if you knew men, you can have a turtleneck on with a sweatshirt and somehow they can still see, they're trying to see through that. And that's just the honest truth. So mm-hmm. we, some of this stuff, the enemy just has blinded us to where it's not like, oh, trying to keep women down. It's like, okay, uh, you know, God has made you in a way that the way you're, your shape, the way your bill is going to attract us. So, so why, why do you think it's wise to, to do that? Well, men should be able to control themselves, but you're right. You're right. But it don't work like that. It it doesn't work like that. Men are moved by what they see and women are moved by what they hear. For sure. So, I mean, you know, you a man can tell a woman, you know, you're so beautiful, you're so beautiful. And, you know, she hasn't heard that before. He could be lying through his teeth, you know, just to get it happens something. all the time. Yes, it does. It does. And you know, um, my spiritual mother also always says that a righteous woman could have on like have on a turtleneck, but still be classy and you know, beautiful. yes, without having to show what it is that she has. So, you know, in the day and time that we live in social media, I mean you you, you just have to really guard your heart um, on both sides because, um, you know, the things that you see sometimes it's like, Lord, have mercy. But, you know, you talked about in your book, which is so good, because we're going to give you some answers today. You talked about the the, 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 the three steps to tackle temptations from the opposite sex. So can you give us those three steps to tackle um, those temptations? Yeah, so I know, we, you know, with temptation, it's about, you know, obviously, you we go back, that first step was uh, repent, uh, believe, and, and receive, right? Um, but the steps is, one, one, I would say, you have to understand your purpose. And it was interesting, you use a phrase I use all the time, uh, walk in purpose, on purpose. Uh, <laughs> I use that all the time, because there's a you know, there's that book, Purpose Driven Life. There, you know, there's reasons why people make that, say that phrase and have, uh, <clears throat> you know, written a book like that. Um, and then you have to second identify the temptation, right? Uh, temptation is, is it, 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 it catches your, your eye. And, and like Christ said, you start dwelling on it and it, it starts to take root. And, and then you normally fall into sin, right? Uh, that's the end result if you fall into that temptation. So a lot of times it's just identifying it. 
and, and finding the root cause, like, okay, I, I'm seeing this pattern. What is it stress that, that makes me start feeling? Because for a lot of men, we don't realize that stress is one thing that actually makes us fall in temptation when it comes to mm-hmm. lust. Mm-hmm. I, I get stressed with society, what's going on at my job, and then I go to, to a, a place where I want to release. <laughs> you know what I mean? So we have to identify that temptation. And then like Joseph, he was the other character That's that right. I mentioned yes. in the book. And the enemy tried to use the same tactic on him where you had uh, Potiphar's wife come to him uh, and try to you know have sexual intercourse with him. And it said that he he ran. So we talk about in the book, uh, flee, fleeing the temptation. Uh, he's one of the only guys that I could find in the scripture that uh, uh, <laughs> that beat this battle outside of Jesus. Right. <laughs> Where it said that he 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 fled, he ran. But what happened in the story is his he she pulled off his jacket. But God took that and honored him and made him uh a high uh, commander and uh, well second in the kingdom of Egypt because of his obedience and fleeing. So sometimes doing the right thing may not all the t- always uh, feel good in the moment. So you just bring it to today, right? You you tell a beautiful woman, I can't do this. I'm walking with the Lord. She may go behind your your back and say you're weird. <laughs> you know, she yeah. may be out there saying you you may be. You like men, you know, there, I, when I walk with the Lord, that happened to me where I had to tell a few of them, like, I can't do this. Was I perfect? No. But the, the few times I was able to, to hold on and be strong. Right. Uh, I started hearing stuff uh, later on from different people in the circle and friends, like, hold on, just cause I told you, no, uh, I can't do this because I want to walk with the Lord. I'm getting these things said about me. So sometimes, uh, uh, it can create an atmosphere where the men who are trying to be strong, they're labeled other things. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it, it's a weird dynamic, but it happens. Um, and then, uh, and then when in doubt, I say, uh, find right, the right counsel, uh, to help you through some of your, your, uh, issues. And like I said, taking what's in the dark and trying to bring it to the light. Cause sometimes you can overcome it just by opening your mouth and sharing that's true. Yeah. It's and sometimes not, not that hard. Right? Yeah. And that's, that's so very key that you have uh, those that you can trust and be real with, you know, you always need somebody that you can like, look, I'm struggling. <laughs> like, you know, I love God, but I'm struggling that you can be real with and not, they just think the worst of you, but say, Hey, look, you know, we all struggle. That's right. why we're here to help one another. And I love the story of Joseph because Joseph, you know, it says he was not no ugly fella. He was right. a nice looking, handsome man. He was wanted him. Yeah, and he was a young man. Right. So, you know, that just goes to show that it can be done by the power of the Holy Spirit, you know, the Lord, it can be done. And so I think that's so very important that, you know, men understand that and realize that. Because I mean, I've known of women that you know, they're dating a guy and He's, you know, trying to serve the Lord, like, no, we can't do this, you know. And yeah, they think, what's wrong with him? Like, girl, that's the kind you want. It's the ones, you know. But, but it get- happens. Yeah. It happens more yeah, often than not. It does. It I've does. experienced it. I've experienced it. I mean, I I was called name. I'm like, dang, I even I've even got called the you know, the yeah, homosexual, right? Mm-hmm. Because I'm like, what? 
like I, you know, th then that made me belligerent. I'm like, girl, we, you about to bring something <laughs> else out of me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know I, don't, I don't feel like that I'm just right. trying to serve the Lord serve the Lord but this was years ago and like I said but it happens and um, again that's why uh, originally the book was going to be called if I could get her if I can get to her I could get to him mm -hmm. but talking to some of my sisters in the Lord they were like we get what you're saying uh, it's true but how can you help people receive it better and that's when we transition, I transition the book to a share battle because it truly is. It's not just on one. Uh, it's not just on the male and it's not just on the female. It, it's truly a share battle. Uh, he wants to come after the male and destroy it, And he wants to come after the female. We, we talk yeah. a lot about the male being out of the household and things like that. Yes. But he also wanted to destroy the females where the males don't want to be around them mm -hmm. because of their attitude. Or how, you know, I, my, my buddy, he, he was working with his, uh, you know, trying to get through a situation with his wife and literally got to a point where he's like, she's not ugly physical, right? But he said, the way you're acting and the way you're treating me and the kids and, you know, she started really getting into drinking and just going down the slippery slope. He was like, you're becoming ugly to me. Mm -hmm. It had like we're not talking about anything she looked. It's her, her attitude, what was coming from the inside out. Um, and sometimes you could be the most beautiful woman in the world, but a good man, he's not going to deal with you if, if your your spirit's not right. It kind of shuts him down. Oh, yeah, shuts, just, for yeah. sure. For there sure. There was I was um this lady that I knew I was it was at a family gathering. I didn't know her. She was a, a extended family member on the other side of the family yeah. and so i was taking pictures and um it was her husband and she talked to him horribly yeah and i before i could catch myself i turned around and i was like i thought it, she was this other guy I said is that your wife and he was like no that's his wife and so he came over there you know and i was just like oh my goodness i said oh lord have mercy i just i just gotta pray for that brother because you know it's that's just just not right it, was, it breaks a man down and then yeah, a lot, of, bad for him. A lot of times what happens is when he responds and lashes out that's the thing that people see and mm. they remember you see how you kind of were in tune with the lord so you could kind of see oh that's not nice that's right like, but ugly. other people just like oh that's how she is you know or mm -hmm. uh, uh here you go you know there was like nobody there to probably check her like you shouldn't treat your husband like that yeah, and so, I didn't know her well enough to say, but I said, if I probably would say, you really shouldn't be talking to your husband like that. You yeah. know, that just looks bad for you, really. It really yeah, does. I'm just, I'm, I mean, if you had a close relationship with her. Yeah, I would have definitely uh, said something. Because I, I, I know some people, going back to my friend's situation, uh, the, 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 my, my friend's father, uh, she, she always stays um, in her corner no matter the situation. And we can't live our lives like that. We got to tell people when they're right. And then That's we also got to tell, we got to celebrate that when they're right. But we also have to tell them when they're they're wrong. Um, and what's hurting me the most is the enemy is this, you know, under the radar doing what he does. And he's putting the church against each other. 
Come on, that's a, that's a whole nother podcast. Yeah, we, yeah, I just wanted to drop that seed. Mm -hmm. But these are the layers I'm building to because this was this the foundation. If he could destroy the relationships with the male and the female and how God created it, all the other sin nature is just added upon it. That's this true. this what is happening in the book in Genesis 3, it birthed the sin nature that birthed all the other sins. I'm sorry, my phone. Oh, yeah, yeah. That keep going. <laughs> But that, that's, that, I mean, that was the end of that point. But, you know, from this dynamic between Adam and Eve and a situation where she she was had this conversation, given fruit, Adam didn't intervene, right? He ended up eating. And then you see God coming to him said, did you do what I told you not to do? And, and we're cursed. So from that male and female relationship, all the other sins that we see were birth, and we don't talk about that in the church. So there's a reason there's a major attack on the males being kicked out of the household. There's a reason why there's a super attack to, to have women, uh, you know, think a certain way about, you know, I can wear whatever I want to. Well, what about the whole other generation of girls that are growing up? Seeing that. Seeing that and thinking this is what womanhood is, you know? Uh, and then, you know, on the flip side, we have men who are creating a society and this is not just rap culture. This can be, if you listen to country songs, they're singing about the lady they met at the bar with the, the high, uh, the country boots and, you know, the, the, yeah, the, and it's the in commercials, commercials, it's in commercials. It's, <laughs> it's in the blues. It's in R and B is, it's in, you know, all these different genres, right? Uh, and the enemy, his, I, I believe one of his biggest attacks on the body of Christ is the, the relationship between a male and a female. When we can, when we both can be strong and lead well together, man, there's nothing he could do with this. That's right. That's right. And you know what? The thing is, is that if more people realized and understood their creation roles, you know, and, and, and I'm gonna let you talk about that. I might get in trouble. <laughs> I ain't well, gonna say that. <laughs> that. You know, a man has a certain role and responsibility, sure. and the woman has a role and a responsibility. And when you're functioning in those roles, as you said, the way that God intended, not the way society right. tells you, but the right. way that God intended, it's it's a powerful thing. Powerful. And the thing that that is so sad to me is how so many countless times, you know, the enemy he's not creative. So he's been using the same tactics that he's been using for years yep. and how so many people are falling for those tactics and how that so many fathers have just opened the door for the enemy to come in on their children. See, the thing about it is, is that that's what he's after. He's after the children, you know, maybe their father's lack of, you know, standing for them and fighting for them. And so it's important that, you know, and, and, and tell me if I'm wrong, but that men realize, you know, their role is so very vital. So that's very the, vital. That's the home. key. That's the key, Paula, <coughs> that we don't know our role anymore. Mm. Men don't know our role. You think, and now, you, you know, obviously the, our role within the church and uh, how God set it up, but even our role in society, you're talking a hundred years ago, you know, a woman, or, you know, was in the house, uh, 
the kids were taken care of. She was the homemaker, right? The, the male went out, hunted, brought the food home. When he got home, uh, you know, he's there now with the kids, food's ready. And so I'm not saying that's the right way, but what I am saying is that they knew their role. Yeah. Right. So now men don't know their role. They got women say, I don't need you no more. Mm -hmm. I made more money than you. Or the list could go on. So one thing I see the enemy doing, especially in men, is we don't know our role anymore. And it's opened the room up for all these other things. Um, like, you know, not a lot of men don't know how to be strong no more and fight through things. And we don't know how to work hard no more. We don't know how to protect our family. Some of us, we we can say, okay, if somebody breaks in our house, do we send our wife down there to, to meet the threat? <laughs> like, <laughs> or or do I go down there and meet the threat? But that's from that perspective. Well, what about are we taking the same thought and say, hey, am I am I protecting my kids like that from what they're seeing mm -hmm. on TV? Am I, you know, that's what me and my wife and she's got on me. Like, hey, we got to be very uh, diligent on not letting them watch certain things on YouTube. Yeah. We've tried to block uh, and cancel some things on YouTube. Like, we're at the point like you can't, y'all can't watch YouTube at all. <laughs> Just nothing. Huh? Like, because if not, it's so it stressful because I got to monitor so much. It's like y'all just y'all just can't watch it no more. Um, so now I got to even say, okay, I'm good at protecting my family if somebody come up in here. <laughs> but the thing the Lord worked on me was I also got to protect what they're seeing and what they're hearing and, and how I'm treating their mom and who I let into my household. That's, yes, family so, included. <laughs> family included. So being a protector is more than just uh, – I can I can defend myself and and we've moved out of, you know, I have a story where there's a guy in, in the church I was attending and he has uh, a lot of kids, I think uh, four, four to seven, something like that. Um, but I have young kids and I'm always going to the park with them weekly. I'm doing things with them. I'm taking them backyard. I'm very invested. One day I'm like, hey, man, why don't we get together? meet at the park um you bring your kids i bring mine we could just hang out and he made some type of joke <laughs> about it and then he was like oh i didn't know you were serious men don't do that and it just blew me away i'm like so as men we can't take our kids to the park and hang out like that's that's a woman thing and so it, you know this attack on on, on our, our manhood and even you you almost if you're invested in your kids and you spend time with them, I've noticed that most men don't want to do those type of things. We just rather sit them in front of the tablet, TV, uh, just let them just do their thing, so I could do my thing. Versus like, hey, let's go to the park, let's go hiking, let's go do these things, let's get around other families and 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 you can be social. That stuff is just not happening. Uh, and it's all to me an attack from the enemy. Yes. And so that's why I'm saying that the scales have to be removed off the men of God to say we got to have our hearts uh, tuned back into the the tuning of their their hearts so we can help this next generation. Because if not, we've already seen two to three generations that are, have been lost. Mm 
<coughs> because the fathers are not there. That's the truth. That's mentally the truth. and physically and spiritually. And they need them there in all three areas. In all order three. to all three areas. Praise God. Well, Ashton, can you just close us out um, by just letting us know how can we get your book? How can they get in touch with you? I know you're on social media. <laughs> but what what are what are those ways that they can get in touch with you? Yeah, first of all, I just want to thank you for the, the conversation today. Uh, I pray that God continues to bless what you're doing um, and, and creating a safe space for males and females to come on here and talk about the Lord. So that's a beautiful thing. And, and just be open, honest. Uh, I call it real, raw, and relevant. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, uh, yeah, uh, I, I've got out, out of a lot of uh, social media platforms and even put uh, put down my website to focus on my family and focus on God. But uh, you can catch me on Instagram currently at a shared battle. Um, and then right now, uh, just cause it's <laughs> the easiest way to, to ship and do the operation stuff. Cause I got three little kids. Uh, my book can be found on Amazon. So on uh, paperback or Kindle, and you could just go to amazon.com and then type in Ashton Wilson and my, my book will pop up at the, the top of the list. All right. So be sure to do that to support him. You can get in touch with him. Follow him on um, Instagram. You'll get to see his cute little kids and his beautiful <laughs> family on there from time to time. Well, Ashton, will you just close us out with a word of prayer? A word of prayer for not only men, but for women as well. Just however the Lord leads you. Yeah. So, uh, Father, Abba, thank you, first of all, for this day. Thank you for... Uh, the little things like the ability to touch, feel, hear, see that connect us to this physical world, Lord. Uh, we ask that your Holy Spirit come on the listener and we ask that the scales be removed. We ask for demonic entities to be broken in the power of Jesus, the name of Jesus. Um, we ask that strongholds be broken. We ask that generational curses be broken. Those demonic forces, uh, I ask, Lord, uh, with the power of your Holy Spirit to, to just let this episode uh, bring deliverance, repentance to where people can believe and then receive your love, Lord. So we just thank you for this host. We, uh, I ask that you, Lord, just take her to new heights. Take her uh, to new places all around the world and uh, just allow her to know that she has a place at your table and she has a place at the table in the presence of her enemies, Lord, to preach your good news about your kingdom. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. And I stand in agreement with that prayer. I thank you so very much. I just love you. All right. I just love you. All right. Thank oh, God thank for you. you and your family. I will continue to keep you in my prayers and um, be sure to check out his book on Amazon, A Shared Battle. And you can also follow him on Instagram at A Shared Battle as well. I want you to remember the words in Romans 10 and 17 that says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. God bless you. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Be sure to share this episode with someone in your life. Also, share on your social media outlets. And I would love for you to connect with me on Facebook, Instagram, and be sure to subscribe to my new YouTube channel. You can find the links to all my pages by visiting my website at www.paulacornette.weebly.com. God bless you and hope that you will take time to listen again soon.